This is the Kitzer of the second Sicha of Parshas Masay in Chelik Yud Ches, page 399. The Rabbi begins with the Pasik in this week's Parsha. And the Ramban tells us it's this Pasik which is the source for a mitzvah sasei of Yeshuv Eretz Yisrael, that you should settle the land and live in Eretz Yisrael and not leave Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara says quite strong statements regarding this, such as, One that leaves Eretz Yisrael is like serving idols. The Rambam does not agree to this mitzvah sasei. However, at the same time, the Rambam also does bring different statements and halachas and hilchas malachim regarding the importance of leaving, living in Eretz Yisrael and also the prohibition of leaving Eretz Yisrael. And the Rambam tells us the halacha as follows, that kishem just like it's not allowed to leave from Eretz Yisrael to chutz l'aretz, kach, so too, when yidin are in golos, one may not leave bavel to any other lands. Shenemar, bavel yuvov yu that they're going to be brought to Bavel and that's where they should remain. So this Rambam is perplexing, as the Mepharshim point out. First of all, in the Gemara, there are two statements from Rav Yehuda about the subject. In one statement, Rav Yehuda says, So here Rav Yehuda speaks about going back to Eretz Yisrael. And he brings the Pasuk of Bavel Yuvo. Then there's another statement. Here, Rabbi Yehuda speaks about leaving Bavel to any other lands. And here he does not bring the Pasuk of Bavel Yuvot. So the Rambam seems to sort of combine these two statements as one. He says, you're not allowed to leave Eretz to Chutz Laretz, and so too you're not allowed to leave Bavel to Shar Ha'aratzes. What is Shar Ha'aratzes? So the Kesef Mishnah says the Rambam is concluding everything as one. You're not allowed to leave from Bavel to any other countries, you're not allowed to leave Bavel to Yisrael either. And he learns it all out from Bavel Yavov, Shomayu. Even though in the Gemara that doesn't seem to be the case. In the Gemara it seems like that from the Pasuk Bavel Yavov, we only learn this, that one should not return to Eretz Yisrael. Besides this, on one hand it looks like the Rambam is saying that we compare leaving Bavel to leaving Eretz Yisrael. But then on the other hand though, the Rambam is bringing a separate Pasuk of Bavel Yavov, which applies only to Bavel, that there's something unique about Bavel that you shouldn't be leaving from there. Also, the Gemara itself points out that this Pasuk Bavel Yuval is speaking about the Klishadis of the Beis Mikdash that's being brought to Bavel. So how could the Rambam bring this Pasuk as a source for this, that the Eden should remain in Bavel? Another few things is, the Gemara, when it speaks about this, it says, Kishem Shaosalotzeis Me'eretz Yisrael. The Rambam skips the word Yisrael, he just says, Kishem Shaosalotzeis Me'ha'aretz. Seems to be a very insignificant difference, but as we'll see, this is very significant. And the Rambam himself earlier keeps on saying Eretz Yisrael, and here suddenly he switches to Ha'aretz. What's the reason? There's additional Duyukim that the Rebbe asks here. Another big question that the Rebbe asks here is that this Pasuk Bavela Yuval is actually speaking about the time of the first, the Chorbim of the first Pesamikdash, the first Golos. So how would we apply this now to the time of the second Golos when he didn't actually went into Golos Edom? Additionally, the Rambam here seems to be paskening like the statement of Rabbi Yehuda. But in the Gemara we find Amiraim as Rav and Shmuel and others that did leave Babel and they went back to Eretz Yisrael and then they actually returned to Babel. So seemingly they disagree with Rabbi Yehuda. So why would the Rambam passing like Rabbi Yehuda if his own two teachers, Rav and Shmuel, did leave Babel for Eretz Yisrael? So the point here is as follows, that first let's start with Eretz Yisrael. When it comes to Eretz Yisrael, 
there are two aspects to what's special about Eretz Yisrael. One is that the Abishit chose Eretz Yisrael as the Yiddish homeland, as the Yidden's homeland. As it says, Chaviv Eretz Yisrael, Kodesh Baruch And this is from the time of creation. Another thing is the Kedusha, the special holiness that there's Eretz Yisrael, as the Medrash describes, that it's Kshayra Ledibrei, so this is the place where Hashem communicates with Yidden through the Nevi'im in Eretz Yisrael. And it's the same with Yidin. There are two aspects in the connection of Yidin with Eretz Yisrael. And one is the Ebeshet chooses Eretz Yisrael, and the Ebeshet chooses the Yidin as his nation, and therefore he gives them Eretz Yisrael. And the other is the Kedusha. The Yidin are an Am Kaddish, a holy nation. Now the difference over here is, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, it's referred to as specifically Eretz Yisrael. Whereas the Bechire, that's already from the time of creation. And even when it's referred to as Eretz Canaan, it still is the, the land that Hashem chose for the Eden, even if it does not have the holiness revealed in it. So therefore, when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, there's really two reasons why one is supposed to live in Eretz Yisrael and not leave Eretz Yisrael. The Kedusha and the Bechire, that Hashem chose it as, as the Jewish homeland. And now, when it comes to Bavel, so the reason why one is not allowed to leave Bavel, so here there's two opinions. Rashi in the Gemara actually says that the reason you shouldn't leave Bavel for any other countries is because Bavel was a place where there were yeshivas there and therefore you want to be in a place where there's Torah constantly. The Rambam, however, that quotes the Pasuk Bavel or Yuvo, what's the Rambam telling us? What he's saying is that we compare Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. So now, we can't compare Bavel to Eretz Yisrael as far as the Kedusha is concerned. That Kedusha is only in Eretz Yisrael. But the second aspect of what was special about Eretz Yisrael, the fact that Hashem chooses it as a Jewish homeland, that's actually something that in the time of Golos, Hashem establishes Bavel as the homeland of the Yid. And therefore, when the Rambam here compares Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, he omits the word Yisrael, he just says Ha'aretz. Yisrael refers to that open Kedusha that we could see when Yidin are there in Eretz Yisrael. However, Ha'aretz refers to the chosen land, and therefore, it's this aspect of the fact that Hashem chooses it and designates it as a Jewish homeland that applies to Bavel as well. So therefore, when the Rambam brings the Pasuk, Bavel Yevav, he's not bringing this Pasuk as the source for the prohibition to leave Bavel. He's just bringing it as the source that Hashem established a permanent homeland for Yidin when they are in Golis. And therefore, even though the Pasuk is speaking about the Klishadis that should not be taken out of Bavel, but the reason though is because that's the permanent place of Yidin. So therefore we understand that this applies to the Yidin as well, not only to the Klishadis. And therefore we also understand that even though the Pasuk is speaking about the time of the first Galus, but yet the point here is that we see that there is a permanent place that Hashem establishes for Yidin in a time period of Gula, and that is Eretz Yisrael. And then there's the place where Hashem establishes for Yidin in the time of Golos, and that is Babel. And therefore it's both the first and the second Golos. We don't find there's any other place that Hashem established for the Yidin. So now according to the Rambam comes out an additional point, that this applies only to Babel, which was established as a homeland for the Yidin. But if even if there's another place outside Babel, which becomes a center of Teireh, that does not change. Babel is the place that Hashem chose. Whereas according to Rashi, it all would depend on where the center of Teireh is. So now, based on this, we can understand why the Rambam, when he quotes over here this Gemara, so the Rambam puts together Babel, uh, sorry, the Rambam puts together Eretz Yisrael with all other lands that you may not leave to from Babel. Because in this sense, the fact that Babel was chosen as the place for Yidin to be during the time of Golos, any other country, including Eretz Yisrael, is all the same. That's not the place Hashem chose for this time period. 
And when the Rambam quotes the Pasik Bavel Yuvav Yiyu, he doesn't even quote the conclusion of the Pasik, Ad Yoim Pakti Yaisam. Because the point of here of this Pasik is not to prove that there's a prohibition to leave until the time comes when Hashem will redeem us. Rather, the point is just to establish the Shama Yiyu that this is the permanent homeland in the time of Golas for the Eden. So now when we look into the Rambam in, in uh, Hilchas Malach, and we could see the two points that the Rambam speaks there about the specialty of Eretz Yisrael. In the beginning, the Rambam is clearly speaking about the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael. In contrast to the lowliness of a place like Mitzrayim, where people there are very low, he speaks about the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, HaChacham would kiss it, and so on. Then the Rambam speaks about the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael, but he also alludes along with the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael to the Bechire of Hashem and Eretz Yisrael. And therefore the Rambam brings this, that Eretz Yisrael is Nachlas Hashem. It's Hashem's inheritance. And the Rambam talks about not leaving and not rejecting this gift of Hashem. And in, in connection to this Bechire that Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael, he brings that this applies also to Babel. And that's uh, the, the, the Chiddush of the Rambam here, that we equate Babel to Eretz Yisrael as far as this Bechir is concerned. So if so, we could now understand that whatever Hetayim applied to leaving Eretz Yisrael also applies to leaving Babel. Because it's, it's, it's Keshe, when the Rambam equates the two, he literally means that it's the same kind of Allah like leaving Eretz Yisrael as far as the Bechir is concerned. And therefore, just like leaving Eretz Yisrael, the Rambam tells us that there's a heter when you go out to learn Torah or for business needs, for Shechireh. So, so too over here, the Amiram that we find left Babel was for the, for the purpose to go learn Torah in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, some of them actually stayed there permanently because it's endless the amount of Torah that they were able to learn. Whereas Rav and Shmuel, they also left and went to Eretz Yisrael, but eventually they returned because once they came to the ultimate that they could have learned in Eretz Yisrael, they have to return to Babel, because essentially their, their permanent place of living is still a bent Babel, they still belong in Babel. Now what we've explained over here regarding the two aspects in Eretz Yisrael, as was mentioned before, it's similar regarding Yidin, that there's the Kedush of Yidin and the Bechir of Hashem in Yidin. And the Bechir actually runs much deeper than the Kedusha, because when Hashem chooses Yidin, so that's a direct choice that comes purely from Hashem, and He chooses the Yidin. It's Atzmus Mahos, the very essence of the Ebeshu that chooses Yidin, not because of any mila they have, not because of anything they do. It's direct essence of the Ebeshu choosing the essence of a Yid. Whereas the Kedush of a Yid, which is expressed through Teira and Mitzvahs, that's sort of an additional feature to their connection to the Ebeshu. And as it's hinted also in the Lashon of the Zayar, Tlask, Shalim, Iskashron, Dabada, Yisrael, Iskashron, Bayraisa, Bayraisa, Vukut Shibirichu, that are three knots, because even though usually when you tie three together, there's only two knots, because this is actually tied as a tabas, as a full circle. Besides the connection that Yid has with the Ebishter through Teireh, there's also a direct connection because of the Bechir of Hashem, which is directly between Yidin and the Ebishter. However, here we can see though that there's a deeper point. There is a relation between the Bechira and the Kedusha of Yidin, even though they seem to be two separate things. And we can see this from the way it is regarding Eretz Yisrael. We could say that even according to Rashi, there is a Bechira in Bavel and there's a Bechira in Eretz Yisrael. But there's a big difference. The Bechira in Bavel is a Bechira that's a result of the Kedusha of the Yeshivas that are there learning Taira. Whereas the Bechira in Eretz Yisrael, it's the other way around. Because the Ebishu chooses this land as the Jewish homeland, then as a result, there's the Kedusha in the land with the special mitzvahs that you have to do there. And the point here is that in order to reveal 
the Bechire, you have to have also the Kedusha of the Torah Mitzvahs. Because otherwise, there's something lacking here with the Bechire alone. Because the Bechire comes purely from above, from the Ebishter, and therefore this is not revealed in the entity of the Yid. It's not experienced and sensed in the Mitzvahs of the Yid. So it's only through the Kedusha of Torah Mitzvahs that you're able to reveal not only the Kedusha of the Torah Mitzvahs, but also the Bechire of Hashem as well. And therefore, this is also true regarding Eretz Yisrael, that it's only through the Kedusha B'Payal that Yidin reveal in Eretz Yisrael that he actually reveals the Bechir of Hashem, which is beyond the Kedusha that comes through Taira Mitzvahs. And that's why when the Rambam talks about the Bechir of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael, he brings it along together with the Kedusha, because the Kedusha is what reveals the Bechir of Hashem in Eretz Yisrael. The ultimate revelation of this will be when Mashiach comes, as the Medrash tells us, Yevoyu Yisrael, Shenikru Nachla, La'eret Shenikras Nachla, V'yivnu Beis HaMikdash Shenikru Nachla, B'schus HaTayra Shenikras Nachla.